Take back your soul. This is another transmission from Mahadeva here at ThunderWizard.com headquarters where you find the world's only unified spiritual energy system at ThunderWizard.com. Get ready because here I come. Yes, indeed. And here I have arrived. All right. So today should be an interesting podcast. I'm going to ask the question, are the mRNA COVID vaccines an alien experiment on human biology? Um, so if you watched uh, any of my information that I put up on the Odyssey channel, odyse.com, Thunderwizard, D-O-T-C-O-M, on Odyssey, or on BitChute, I'd prefer it if you go to Odyssey because Odyssey is a... Uh, it mirrors my YouTube channel and um, anyway, if you've looked on that, you may have heard me talk about self-replicating mRNA vaccines. And I came, as you know, I've had a huge revolution in thinking. I completely, totally went from one extreme to the other. I went from being mostly part of the narrative completely discounting any uh, conspiracy theories about uh, COVID, the pandemic, the vaccines. I was vaccine hesitant, but I definitely thought, you know, that we lived in a world where there was free and open discussion, that there was an independent uh, uh, news media, that, you know, we lived in a, you know, democracy, Western world, all of that. And I went, literally, it took me probably a day. I won't get into it, but, you know, ivermectin was the smoking gun that basically showed me that there was a huge, at the very least, financial, um, a financial conspiracy against people, um, you know, not taking the vaccines because there was no money in it. And that necessitated a bunch of other logical conclusions, which after researching, I've come to the conclusion, the exact opposite is true. And I'm now even considering how deep and how strange and how enormous this elite conspiracy is. And so that's what we're going to be looking into today with my question, are the mRNA COVID vaccines an alien experiment on human biology? More specifically, are the mRNA COVID vaccines, are they reverse engineered alien technology that uh, is being experimented on, uh, on humans by the elites? In other words, I'm in this discussion choosing to uh, examine the assumption that the aliens, whoever they may be, are actually sharing technology that will be helpful to the world and to humans and to human biology, but that the elites and the deep state are suppressing the knowledge of aliens and alien technology so that they can control it because as you know all military in this uh, modern world is run by the uh, the global corporate elite 
And wars happen as a result of uh, really experimenting on weaponry and making money off of weapons that the elites, no matter what country they're from, you know, they never have to suffer any negativity from wars. They just sit back and sell weapons to both sides and make money. So it's in their interest to continue to experiment with different kinds of weaponized technology because that's how they, uh, you know, the, the, the reality is, is that if, if human beings are constantly fighting each other and there's constant wars and threats of wars, then the elites can hold on to control and uh, hold on to all of the resources, human and otherwise. So that's my what I'm wondering. Is this COVID vaccine, mRNA vaccine, is this reverse engineered alien technology used at right now as an experiment on the human race to see if the elites can actually change humans? So we're going to get into that. Um, specifically, I'll give you a little preview about where I'm going to go with this. There, you know, a long time ago, I think it was way back in the 90s, I believe, uh, when I was, I had some interest in this whole alien, uh, you know, abduction stuff. Uh, and one of the most intriguing theories that came via Whitley Strieber, who is the author of Communion, um, said that, at least according to what I remember, that he somehow said that the aliens, the greys, I think specifically the greys, that the greys were not from another planet. They were actually from another time. And what they were doing is that they were traveling back in time, hundreds of thousands of years, at least tens of thousands of years, back in time to uh, their own ancestors, which are humans. So they're actually uh, humans from the, uh, the far future who are traveling back in time. And all of the abductions and the experiments that are going on in um, alien crafts and the alien hybrids, pro hybridization program, is really about fixing a problem in their DNA. That at some point in history there was some, some kind of cataclysm or some kind of problem uh, that uh, was as a result of you know, negative human interaction with something. And that created uh, a split in the human DNA where humans started to go off in two directions and started evolving in two different directions. That's the best that I remember it. And what they were doing is they were trying to come back and fix a problem in their DNA so that they wouldn't die out. Now, I, I can't remember if that's exactly what it was. That's the way I remember it. And I've always found that to be very intriguing, especially the idea that aliens are not from another planet. They're from another time. And um, that they're trying to fix a problem that they created in their distant past. So, in order to understand all of that, we, we need to now take a look at what is coming to light, what has been coming to light about the elites and the, uh, the global elites of the global deep state. And uh, why 
the governments of the world as well as the mass media of the world has been actively suppressing and gaslighting people on the idea of aliens and alien technology. Now, first, of course, the whole idea of aliens is very difficult to understand to begin with. So, you know, they, they don't have to work that hard because most people either don't want to or can't accept the idea. It's just too fantastical. And all most people need is some kind of propaganda from the military or from the government saying uh, there is no such thing as UFOs. Uh, the crash in Roswell was actually a weather balloon. And all of these sightings are actually, you know, weather phenomena. All the videos you see are, are faked, which many of them are, by the way, just like many of Bigfoot, you know, uh, photos are faked. Um, so it's very easy for the average person to not want to see that because the average person doesn't want their their world's um, change, their understanding of the world. Religion works really well for this. Uh, I just, you know, was flipping through little stuff on YouTube and um, I can't verify the truth of it. The idea behind it I find very realistic though. So I have I have some some bias to want to believe it. And apparently some gentleman who supposedly was in the U.S. military, deep in the U.S. military, was saying that um, he knew of people that had blown their brains out because when it was revealed to them, when they were shown classified information, about the existence of uh, aliens and alien technology when they had to accept the reality that they did not live in this earth-centric universe where there was a Jehovah and human beings were made in the image of Jehovah and um, you know the earth was everything and, and, and all of that you know that whole Christian um, viewpoint of the world it, when that in this person apparently was threatened it was so devastating to them that they could not live in a world that that wasn't the way that they understood it. It was too frightening that there could be alien civilizations that were uh, beyond human and that weren't of human origin and uh, all of that. And so he blew his brains out. And he said, there's a lot of people that do that. And he's saying that that's the main reason, one of the main reasons that this knowledge has been suppressed is that you know, the average human just couldn't tolerate it. But also, our understanding of the world is also a deep state psyop and has been for the past 2,000 years. That the whole Earth-centric, starting, you know, with the flat Earth idea and that Jehovah has created the world and there's just God and the world and humans and uh, everything and the Garden of Eden and there's nothing else. Um, that is really how most people prefer to live because they just don't, you know, it's especially true in the United States. United States people are, they're, they're really incredibly uneducated about the world. If you go and talk to the, I mean, I live now, I'm living in Florida and I live in a, you know, a nice, at the moment I'm living in a nice middle class suburban neighborhood, which is actually, Florida's quite um, affordable. So, you know, I can rent a, uh, you know, a nice big house in a nice suburban neighborhood that's well manicured, that has a 
you know, a pond in the middle and it's uh, very quiet and all that. Um, but if you were to go to, if I were to go knock on the door of people here and start asking them about different cultures around the world, you would find out very quickly that they're extremely uneducated. You know, and, um, you know, during times when they're, you know, especially after 9-11 when the whole um, Islamic terrorist threat was a, you know, a big thing. And that, of course, was hyped even more and more and more by the by media. And, of course, there's the idea that 9-11 was a perpetrated hoax. Um, but if you ask the average person about Muslims they wouldn't be able to point on a map where Muslims live around the world. They also wouldn't be able to tell you the difference between the different uh, sects of Islam. You know, they couldn't tell you the difference between a Muslim that lives in Riyadh and a Muslim that lives in North Africa. In fact, they wouldn't even be able to find these places. People are you know, Americans are so incredibly uneducated about the rest of the world. They're very xenophobic also. And so that makes them extremely easy to control. And this has been going on since the beginning of uh, the, you know, since the Roman Empire, basically. Anyway, I'm going off topic, but uh, the point is we live in a society that's very easy to control as long as you give people just enough wealth to keep them happy and then tell them to just shut up and don't pay any attention. Oh, by the way, be afraid of everything that isn't part of your culture or part of what we mass feed you through uh, your whatever, uh, you know, media you look at, whether it be video games, television, radio, podcasts, whatever it is, YouTube, YouTube. I, I'm, I'm having to make this podcast um, because uh, I can't talk about it on YouTube because YouTube will shut me down for every single thing I'm going to talk about here today. All right, so again, back to the question, are the elites in the global deep state using alien technology for, um, for human experimentation? So what we now, what, what I've now come to realize is that uh, this idea that there's extraterrestrial civilizations visiting this planet is actually common knowledge among the deep state military. And just recently, we've actually had some, the, you know, the uh, mainstream media has been releasing information saying that there, you know, there actually is, um, you know, th that the military actually does have evidence that there is extraterrestrials visiting our planet. So that has me wondering why they're starting to release that information now. But what you may not know uh, is that, and uh, I've come to this realization after doing some research, is that there has never been a president of either party that's ever been nominated, let alone uh, elected that has not been approved by the press corps. So I forget the name of the actual uh, press organization, but there's a 
um, mainstream media press organization that uh, actually has to endorse. They have to endorse a candidate just to be nominated. So it means that both parties, whether they're Democrat or Republican, and, you know, again, this is part of the PSYOP, is that we're led to believe that there are two sides. And there's all, you know, well, you know, you're, you're forced to pick a side and whatever side you pick, you are manipulated to feel like the other guy is the enemy and your guy is going to save once and for all the American dream. You know, uh, yes, we can, you know, Obama or uh, make America great again. You know, both of these have this feeling of if my guy gets elected, then everything will be fixed and everything will be okay forever. And the other guy is the evil guy. And what the elites do is that they know that people tend to go in one of two camps, which is either, you know, more liberal or more conservative. And really, you know, these are two sides of the same coin when we look at it. Communism versus fascism is the same thing. You get, uh, you create a communist uh, state, you will have a communist dictator. If you create a fascist state, you will have a fascist dictator. So in either one, you end up with no freedom and somebody completely controlling everything. Um, but they, you know, one is communist and one is uh, fascist. So, you know, socialism versus capitalism. These are two sides of the same coin. And, um, you know, people tend to either want to, you know, psychologically, they, they either want to, you know, sacrifice for the good of the whole, or they tend to want their own freedom and have unrestricted access to their own, you know, wealth and uh, power. These are the two sides of humans. So the, the elites know this and they manipulate it. And as you know, in every single election, it bounces back and forth between the two. It's never, there's never a, a middle ground ever, especially now. It's, it's more polarized than ever. And, um, you know, in case in point myself, I've, I've gone from being uh, liberal uh, influenced, you know, progressive minded, you know, influenced to uh, if I didn't know any better, I would have gone completely to the other end of the spectrum and become full on Republican. And I'm now listening to uh, Republican news commentators and going, you know what, those guys make sense. I'm now a big fan of the Florida governor, um, DeSantis. And a year ago, I would have told you that he was a horrible fascist because he uh, supported Trump. You know, it's come to my realization that Trump was uh, has been lied about, uh, although I do believe Trump is a moron and a corrupt idiot. Um, that, but all of the uh, things that have been said to him, uh, said about him, the big stuff, not the stuff like you know, I'll, um, I grab women by the pussy. That's a real thing. He really is that kind of uh, idiot. He might even be a rapist, but um, and he's, you know, whatever other stupid nonsense he's done. Um, he did not collude with Russia, and the. Uh, the media has been lying about him. He was 100% correct when he pointed at the media and, and, and said, shame on you. You guys are fake news. You're lying. He was right. He wasn't just some nutcase uh, narcissist who was out of touch with reality, which is what I thought. He's still a moron. 
He still is the guy responsible for bringing in all of the vaccines. And he's proud of being triple vaxxed, even though he already had immunity from COVID. The idiot. He had COVID. He got, uh, he got monoclonal antibodies because he was the president. And he became immune. And what did he do? He went and got himself triple vaxxed. What a moron. And he's proud of it. He's proud of, uh, you know, all of that. So um, anyway, let's let's keep going here. So what was I saying? Let's let me look at my notes. So the elites have been suppressing the knowledge of aliens from the beginning. And the reason is, number one, because uh, apparently aliens don't want to frighten humans. Because if they do, you know, that, that, that apparently they care about humans because we are their uh, ancestors. And um, they care about life in general. And uh, they don't want to frighten us. They don't want to create uh, some kind of a global panic to disrupt the world. Um, also, because if we're operating out of fear, they can't interact with us uh, positively. Anyways, this is the assumption. I can't tell you whether it's true or not, but let's just follow this assumption for the sake of discussion. So there's been no U.S. president ever nominated or elected without being approved by the press corps. And uh, no president has ever publicly revealed anything about UFOs, but they've been briefed on it. So once somebody becomes president, they become briefed on the reality of aliens, alien technology, and all that stuff. But apparently they're very good at uh, frightening the, par the you know, presidential candidates, keeping them. You know, something happens when somebody becomes president. We saw it with Trump. You know, Trump, who was really working to, to be president. Uh, you know, transparent in his own way. And from the very beginning, he was asked, do you believe in, uh, do you believe in the intelligence community? And he straight up, flat out said, no, he didn't trust the intelligent community, intelligence community. And, um, you know, then all of a sudden, now that he's president, he can't talk about aliens. He was going to, and now he can't. But there's a thing called, uh, I think it was called Majestic 12, and these were the people, deep state military guys who were supposed to control the information about alien technology, and these people were responsible for all of the propaganda about there is no, there was no Roswell, there is no Area 51, all of that nonsense. And there is an Area 51, and if you go anywhere near it, <laughs> you know, if you go anywhere near it, um, you'll either be driven off or shot or taken into custody. I mean, uh, if you don't believe me, go go and try. Go to Area 51 and just drive around the perimeter of it and find out how quickly you're going to get um, military personnel, uh, military police driving you off or threatening to uh, arrest you. So, the world is run by these large entities. It's run by a global military government uh, conglomerate that pretends to fight with itself. Uh, and the things that run uh, the world are big media, big tech, 
big oil and governments. This is what runs the world. And this is what all wars are fought over. And they're really not fought over access. So right now we have a war going on uh, between Russia and Ukraine. And um, this is about, uh, you know, Russia says it's about their sovereignty. And it's obviously about access to resources because Ukraine has tremendous resources. And the fear for the Russians is if Ukraine becomes a NATO country, in essence, becomes part of uh, Western democracy, uh, you know, the Western controlled, now there's no such thing as democracy anymore, um, Western controlled influence, then that means that uh, Russia doesn't have access to those resources. Now, the West has no shortage of access to resources, oil especially. But what's happening is that, you know, this war is going on and gas prices are going through the roof and they're going through the roof because supposedly, oh my gosh, this is upsetting the very delicate balance of oil reserves and uh, the access to oil, which is nonsense because the U.S. has, I don't know, I don't even know how many hundreds of thousands of barrels of oil that they're sitting on, as well as access to untapped uh, oil reserves that it's just it's in their monetary best interest to sit on it, not do anything with it um, and to instead buy up all of the oil from poorer countries like Russia. So that's why this all oh, the prices have gone through the roof because we can't get oil from Russia. Well, you know, they're importing oil from Russia because it's cheaper than it is to just simply process or drill for oil um, on U.S. Uh, land. It's that simple. So there's no reason for a, a, a hike in oil prices because we have all the oil that we need. We don't need their oil. What I'm trying to tell you is that the elites who live on both, um, you know, they're not citizens of one country. They are they they profit from both East and West, communist and capitalist. This is just a way to manipulate things so that they can squeeze more money out of you. And again, I've already talked about there's no need for petroleum anyway. There's no need for anybody to be talking about oil prices because if we chose to, we could all be driving uh, diesel-powered cars or electric cars. And instead of going to the gas pump and putting gas, we could be driving into a gas station and pumping um, corn oil directly into our gas tanks. Nobody's doing that because there's no money in it. So you're all being manipulated. All of us are. In any case, um, all of this is what this is about. And if we become aware that there is alien technology out there that doesn't work on petroleum or whatever other resource that can be controlled and sold to people. Again, the, I'm, everybody listening to me believes that they need oil in order to drive their car. Oh my God, if I don't have gas, I can't drive my car. And of course, our entire way of life would come crashing down if we didn't have cars. It's true for me as it is for you. Um, and even I'm too lazy. You know, if I wanted to, I could go right now and go lease an Audi and start putting corn oil in. But, you know, I'm too lazy to go find the vegetable oil. I mean, I'm just as lazy as everybody else. But I'm not uh, in any denial about what's going on here. Um, so 
you know, we don't talk about the elites and how they control us with oil and the whole um, the psyop telling us that uh, there is no such thing as human caused global warming. Because if you believe that, you will, you will look for alternative uh, technologies. They want to keep us in the dark ages because that's where all the money is. And all this alien technology, instead of being um, given to human beings to better their lives, is being used to create uh, various weapons. They're weaponizing alien technology so that they can control you, keep you frightened, and uh, create wars to make money off of you and uh, keep their position. So uh, I want to know what is going on. You know, I've had this thought about mRNA vaccines from the beginning especially since I've become aware of, you know, the damage that they cause. So if you have been uh, jabbed with an mRNA vaccine and you want to stop listening now, feel free. Uh, I don't want to frighten anybody. As long as you're healthy, um, you got nothing to worry about. Go on and enjoy and living your life. If you want to keep listening, if you've been jabbed, um, then okay, it's on you. I'm going to keep talking. If you haven't been jabbed, here's just more reason not to be. So as you know, the mRNA vaccines have been, we've been told from the beginning. In fact, I talked about it on my channel back when I was part of the narrative because people were trying to tell me that it changes your DNA. And I said, no, it doesn't, blah, blah, blah. And I you know, repeated what was said in the mainstream media that no, mRNA doesn't change your, mRNA doesn't change your DNA. But it does. We are finding now that it does change your DNA. That it changes your DNA, at the very least, in um, your organs, like your heart and your liver and your kidneys. And we don't know what changing that change in the DNA is going to do. We do know now, two years into the pandemic, you know, I'm, I'm grateful that I said, I'm not gonna take the vaccine until I watch and see what happens. Well, at the very least, even if we don't get into all of the seriously conspiratorial stuff, we know that the vaccines don't work, period, end of story. They did nothing. They did zero to prevent people from getting COVID. Nothing. Even if we go by uh, the, the mainstream narrative. The mainstream narrative can't even deny that. that you know, and we know that. Here's a good example. Australia and New Zealand that are just in the beginning of their pandemic, you know, and so they're kind of behind the curve. They uh, are so afraid of COVID that uh, even though they've, they've vaccinated, double and or triple vaccinated, everybody in the population, up to 90% of the population, they won't let anybody in who's unvaccinated. If you're unvaccinated, they won't let you in the country, which is doesn't make any sense because they already, number one, they already have COVID. It's running rampant. In fact, if you, you know, watch the news, which I do, because I want to go back to Australia as soon as I can, um, they're having more uh, COVID uh, cases than ever. And it's really dangerous and everybody's wearing masks and everybody needs to get a fourth shot and all this other nonsense. And nobody's stopping to go, hang on a second, we're all double and triple vaxxed 90%. And we're still getting COVID. Okay, so the vaccines don't work. Nobody's saying that. Or nobody's saying, oh, well, we're protected. We've already got COVID. There's no reason to try and keep it out because it's already here. 
No, they're afraid of whatever new variants are out there and all of that. And um, so, again, it, it's it, I, I just get lost in, in the stupidity of it all. But um, anyway, back to the subject. We know that the mRNA vaccines do change the DNA. So my question is, uh, the feeling that I've had from the beginning is that we have big pharma and big pharma likes to hire scientists, scientists who look at things like mRNA vaccines. By the way, uh, what I want to share with you is that we've known for a long time, the mRNA vaccine technology has been around for a long time. And um, I remember wanting to debunk something I heard because in the beginning, of my awareness, what I wanted to do is I wanted to debunk bad uh, conspiracy theory science because I thought it worked against people becoming aware of what was really going on. And so I had heard that uh, mRNA vaccines, that if you've been vaccinated and you're and uh, you're around other people, that you can shed the uh, the spike protein to other people. You can give it to other people. Just like if you get vaccinated, your body is creating all of these artificial spike proteins. Um, and that if you have any contact with other people, you know, close contact, sexual contact, touching contact, that you can shed the uh, spike protein, which can cause them damage and or potentially shed the mRNA vaccine itself. And I thought that's just so ridiculous. You know, and there was, I was making fun of people on Facebook who got banned because the, some guy was saying, you know, I'm not vaccinated, but all of my staff who's been vaccinated, they're, they're around other people. And these other people are having uh, the same uh, symptoms as though they've been vaccinated. And therefore, you know, and he doesn't know what he's, he, he doesn't, he's not a scientist and he's not a doctor and he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's only looking at what he sees. And I think he's just imagining things. So I went to go debunk that whole thing and I, you know, I made a video and I even showed you the proof, the, the documentation that no, um, there has been this understanding of that mRNA vaccines can actually be made to self-replicate and they've already experimented with it in animals that um, wild animal populations that have certain uh, viruses, they will inject them with an MR, a self-replicating mRNA vaccine. And all these animals have to do is just, you know, I think they were rabbits, just hop around other rabbits. And just by being around them, breathing on them or being in, you know, whatever, uh, just being around them, all of a sudden, they all end up getting this vaccine. It's a self-replicating vaccine that is a virus. It's a virus vaccine. And if you think of the mRNA vaccines, it's not a vaccine in the uh, normal sense at all. A normal uh, vaccine is you take an inactive form of the virus um, and you stick it in somebody's arm and you put a little soap in there to irritate it so that the um, body's immune system will go running over to check it out. And they'll go, oh, look at that. Here's a dead virus. Let's replicate that. And then the person ends up getting antibodies for that virus, usually the whole virus, which gives them a full 
spectrum of immunity. They don't focus on just the, the spike protein, which, you know, the more you look at it is a really ridiculous idea. Um, but that really opened my eyes. I don't believe that the current mRNA vaccine is a self-replicating vaccine, but I also think that the scientists who create this, number one, they're not doctors, they're not medical doctors. So they're not trained in treating patients, they're not trained in treating disease. What they are trained in doing is they're trained in playing around at the molecular level with stuff, and that's what scientists are good for. And so they can and have learned how to create these. Uh, first, they, you know, they, they create a lipid, um, tiny, you know, a tiny um, lipid particle, uh, which is, a, you know, a, a tiny, you know, fat particle that's so small. It's a nanoparticle, meaning it's a small particle. It's so small that it can go pass through cellular membranes. That's what makes it work. That's what viruses do. They pass through the cellular membrane and then they tell the cell to stop doing its thing and become a factory for uh, replicating the virus. That's exactly what viruses do. So what they've done is they, they've learned how to put uh, genetic material, synthetically created genetic material at an incredibly small level, which I can't begin to understand and they put it into this nano lipid particle so that it will pass through the membrane of the cell which can also pass through the blood brain barrier and once it's in the cell then it tells the cell to manufacture these spike proteins exactly the same way that a virus does which makes sense to me why when people get injected with the mRNA vaccine, uh, they have a reaction as though they've got a virus. They get a fever because all of a sudden now their cells are replicating billions of these spike proteins and then going into other cells just keeps replicating. And we know that that happens, that, um, you know, there have been studies that showed if you take the blood of somebody who's recently vaccinated and you take the blood of somebody who is um, in the throes of fighting off COVID, that the person who's vaccinated has more spike proteins in their blood than the person who's sick with COVID. So, you know, think about that one for a while. So I've always had this feeling that these, uh, these big pharma uh, scientists, they really don't know what the hell they're doing. They don't know what they've got. They've, you know, they're a four-year-old with a machine gun. They're playing around with a machine gun and they're, they have just enough knowledge to know how to put the clip in and how to pull the trigger, you know, and how to turn the safety off. And so they can go shoot up a building, but they're four years old. They don't know who they're shooting at. They just, you know, they know that they can go in and shoot the place up. And so these, these people are paid lots of money by uh, big tech, excuse me, by big pharma, and they're not trained in uh, medicine. They're not trained in healing. They're not trained in treating illness. They're trained in doing this. So they've been tasked to do one thing, which is to create this self-replicating virus vaccine. That's all they've been told to do. And so they can pull that off 
But, you know, as we also know, in case you don't know this, I'm sorry, if you've been vaccinated, you might not want to hear this, but um, we have known for decades that, number one, it is impossible to create a vaccine for lung infections, whether that be the flu uh, or uh, specifically coronaviruses. They have been trying to make vaccines for coronaviruses since the 60s. And in every single trial that they have created, these are just normal vaccines, forget about mRNA, normal vaccines for uh, coronaviruses. And every single attempt that they've done that, uh, the people, um, the, animal, the, the animals that they tested on, their first reaction is to respond positively. But once they're exposed a second time to the virus, it ends up killing them that their immune system becomes com compromised uh, because of, uh, I forget what it's called, but uh, the vaccine ends up actually helping the virus go deeper into this bodily systems and killing them. And in uh, trials that have been done with humans, same kinds of scenario. It, it, and that's just normal vaccines. So we've got this mRNA vaccine that is creating a spike protein that is actually the cause of all of the internal damage. So the people now that are, um, you know, had that had, you know, the first waves of COVID and they're having brain problems and brain shrinkage because of COVID, they've had long COVID, those are because of the spike proteins. And so, you know, turning the human body into a spike protein factory is like finding the worst part of COVID and then focusing on that and then telling the body to create that. Um, but as I found out, there is such a thing as self-replicating, uh, self-replicating mRNA vaccines. And um, so my feeling is that this pandemic uh, was an experiment. So how did this come about? Here are my thoughts about it. I can't prove it, but here, here's my, my suspicions. My suspicions are is that they've been working on this mRNA vac vaccine technology for a while because they want to change human biology. And if you're an elite, what you want to do is you want to create a race of slaves. You want to create a race of strong but stupid slaves that you can control. And so they want to, in order to do that, they want to change your biology. Now, we also know that the mRNA vaccines have had negative effect, negative effect, and we won't see this probably for years, but it's had negative effects on um, people, people's ability to procreate. Uh, a lot of people are having problems with that. And there's a lot of men that have been talking about problems with their testicles after getting um, vaccinated. Women are having problems uh, as well. And so that would be another way of controlling the population. We don't want them, uh, we don't want them procreating out of control because then, you know, we can't, uh, we can't control too many people. So we want a smaller population because they're easier to control. And we want to have a smaller population that will basically just be like in the Middle Ages. They'll be serfs. They're, they will be uh, indentured servants that will live on our land and they will do what we tell them. Just like 
the World Economic Forum says, you'll, you will own nothing and you will be happy. You will rent everything, which means that it's not a communist uh, world where nobody owns anything. It's no, the elites own it, but you'll have to rent it. You won't be able, you won't be allowed to own anything. You'll have to rent it. That works if you've got a small population. And one of the things that happened during the Middle Ages was that there was a plague that killed millions of people. And so there was a smaller number of people uh, and technology took a huge nosedive and you ended up with serfdom, which you had these, these oligarchs, these, uh, these kings and these dukes and these princes uh, who owned castles and um, around the castles were all of the farmland and the, the population was there. They had to live in the, under the shadow uh, and the protection of their Lord. And they had to go out into the fields and work their ass off, you know, just farming. And not only that, but, you know, they had to eat their own slop, which meant they used their own feces to, um, uh, you know, to, to get their fields to, you know, to create crops. And so uh, they couldn't eat their own vegetables because it was covered in their own feces. So they would boil it. And so that's why you have the, this stereotype of the, um, you know, the, the surf in the Middle Ages. And he's got this bowl of slop that he's eating because he's eating his own vegetables that he has, um, you know, planted using his own feces. Uh, and that's kind of a really great way to control society. So one of the things you want to do is you want to get rid of their ability to procreate. And also, I think it's it's a, an experiment to see, okay, so now we know we've, we, so here's what they did. They had this vaccine to control your bodily functions to change your biology and they don't really know how to do that yet maybe they do maybe they don't but the first thing they got to do is they got to experiment a worldwide experiment to see can we do this can we number one deliver this to people can we get them to take it can we mandate it or uh, get them to want it and then can it change their biology can we infect them with this self-replicating uh, synthetic virus that will change their DNA. That's the first thing. They don't care what the end result is. They just want to know, can we do that? So then once they have these, tech, these vaccines ready to go, then they have to create a virus, which is exactly what they did. And for decades, Fauci has been working on, uh, and he admits it, he's been working on gain-of-function research. I've got videos of him from uh, you know almost 10 years ago talking about creating a doomsday virus based on um, uh, you know Frankensteining a coronavirus and that's exactly what they did they Frankensteined a bat coronavirus made it um, able to be lethal to humans there is considerable evidence that what they Frankensteined into the COVID virus was in that particular spike protein, things that create prions, which go into the brain and create brain encephalitis, um, and uh, also creates AIDS. You know, they, they, they Frankenstein the AIDS virus and put it in there. 
And um, so they Frankenstein this virus and uh, made it um, uh, transmissible to humans and then uh, made it extremely, extremely uh, virulent, extremely contagious. To, to my knowledge, there's never been anything as contagious as COVID. And uh, so you, you first create the, uh, the self-replicating synthetic virus, which we'll call a vaccine from now on, which we can use to change people's biology and maybe even uh, reduce the population so they'll be more controllable. Um, but first we have to test it out. Okay, next thing we have to do is we have to create a plague. We have to create a virus that will instantly uh, spread across the world and become extremely um, transmissible and potentially lethal to people with, you know, the old and the sick, which we don't need anyway because we can't use them for workers. So um, we will. So then the first thing they, they do is they create this this virus. They release it on the world. And then magically they have this magic vaccine. They don't even say, oh, we'll create a vaccine. They don't even do that. They don't create a normal vaccine. They start out from the beginning saying, no, we're going to start with these new mRNA vaccines. We got this new technology. And, um, and I find it really interesting that they let the, uh, the virus go. And we went into lockdown for who knows, you know, however long that was so that we could uh, then inflate the death rate, uh, inflate the sickness rate, inflate the infection rate. And what they did was, and again, I have graphs on this in my uh, Odyssey channel. They waited until uh, people st started hitting herd immunity. And we can see this in public records all over the world. We can see that deaths and COVID infections spike and then they start to drastically drop, which means that people were reaching herd immunity. And once the death rate and the uh, infection rate started dropping dramatically, right after that, magically, worldwide, they introduced the vaccine. And then the death rate and the infection rate actually doubles and triples. It, it goes beyond what was there. So the vaccine, as we know, creates the variants. So that was the way for them to keep this, you know, we're just going to uh, level out the curve in two weeks. It became this now two and a half year. And here it is, um, March 28th, 2022. And we're still, you know, knee deep in COVID. And we're still talking about getting more vaccines and getting more boosters and making new vaccines and making a vaccine every year and a booster every year. And we're still, you know, being inundated with this news about how everybody's getting sick with COVID, which can't be true. Number one, because once you get it, you're immune. And so, you know, the immunity is le level has got to be so high by this point, you know, that this idea that somehow we have to keep being afraid that COVID is, you know, it's not going to keep, you know, inundating the population. We, we just know that. Anyway, now you get where I'm going with this. It's long winded. But the idea is that Here's my thought process. My thought process is, is that we have had access to alien technology for decades, that the aliens have been sharing knowledge with the corporate elite. And the corporate elite has gone out of its way to prevent people from being aware that this technology exists. Number one, because then you wouldn't need to get your uh, energy, your 
electricity, your uh, gasoline for your car, all, all the other things you need. You wouldn't need that. So the petroleum companies and the coal companies wouldn't be able to, you know, have a, a monopoly over your life. And um, there's all kinds of other technologies besides free energy. There's there's probably all, all kinds of technology that can be used to make people healthier, which is what I think is going on with the actual alien uh, abductions. I think what's happening with the alien abductions is that it's twofold. Number one, I think that they're experimenting on humans because they're trying to figure out how they can fix their own DNA. So they're doing this human alien hybrid uh, breeding program because they know that humans from our time era actually have the answer to whatever is ailing them on a physical level. And um, they are in exchange for that. Um, they are giving out all kinds of other alien technology, which is being weaponized, you know, the stealth bombers and all kinds of things like that. But I think also on a biological level, they have been sharing all kinds of, I think, mRNA uh, vaccine technology may have been reverse engineered from some kind of alien technology, which could be used in a healthy way, you know, to make to help people, you know, maybe um, technology they've been using on themselves in a positive way. But because the elites being the narcissistic psychopaths that they are, they don't have any empathy and they want to use us, uh, instrumentalize us humans uh, as much as they can so that they can hold on to power. And I think also that they realize that they are coming to the end that the uh, the world is going to shift and i believe i'm starting to uh to play around with the possibility that it might be because of aliens becoming um, known to humans on a global scale which might be coming very soon according to some uh, 2023 i have no idea i'm only speculating here but that would certainly change things if the elite knew that in 2023, there was going to be a worldwide um, uh, revealing of aliens are here, they've been here for a long time, and that they have access to knowledge and technology that can make our life, you know, 10,000 times better, um, then we wouldn't need the elite anymore. We wouldn't need big oil to start wars so that we can have gas in our car. We wouldn't need the, you know, the current health system uh, to, uh, you know, enslave us and kill us with with medicines. Uh, they wouldn't have to create viruses so that they can then manipulate our DNA so that they can uh, keep us from breeding and trying to control us. And I think that the elites are in denial. I think they are trying to prevent this knowledge from coming to uh, awareness. And I believe that they're using everything in their power, including black magic. And, you know, obviously, you know, my awareness now of how the elites have been controlling information on such a massive scale. And, you know, my personal experience with being censored and the way that they're doing that and they're censoring and blackballing experts in 
you know, uh, expert doctors uh, and, uh, you know, who are actually curing people, they're, they're insane, absolutely obsessive campaign against ivermectin is just the smoking gun. You know, they, they you know, they, they'll let people be vaccine hesitant and talk about this or that. But if you even mention ivermectin, no matter who you are, you get you get shut down. It's illegal in Australia. It is written. It, it, you know, they even made a statement. They made a public statement on government websites saying we are making it illegal for doctors to prescribe ivermectin to treat or prevent COVID because if people think that this will uh, cure or prevent it, they won't get vaccinated. And we want everybody to get vaccinated. So we are making ivermectin illegal. They're, they say that up front. It's crazy. I mean, that just tells you that that it is a, it's a corporate global elite psyop that that is absolutely their intention to get every single person on the planet injected with this vaccine that we now know changes the DNA in ways we don't yet know. So there you go. I didn't uh, explain that as well as I wanted, but now feel free to go uh, research that. I recommend that you go research um, the deep state uh, cover up about aliens, alien technology, alien visitation. Um, of course, continue to do your research on the mRNA vaccines and how they do change the DNA, how there has been for years now, there has been technology to create self-spreading viral vaccines. You can vaccinate one person, send them out into the world, and he will vaccinate the rest of the world. And if that vaccine tends to be an mRNA vaccine that changes your DNA, what does that say about the power of what uh, you know the elites want to do? Continue to look at how our we are being silenced uh, on every single possible uh, media level and how there has never been one president that's ever been elected democratically, that every single one of the presidents has been in some form of secret organization, skull and bones, something or other. They may not be descended from, you know, the King of England, but they are part of a big club. And um, no president has ever been elected that wasn't part of the elite and hasn't been approved of by the elite through mass media. And so now I have come to the conclusion that there is no such thing as a valid election. I do believe now that um, Trump may have won the election and uh, that uh, Biden, uh, whether he knowingly or was involved in it or not, I don't care, but I, I do know that there if somebody wanted to, I now found out, I'm not going to get into it, but I found out that they could have changed the election results uh, nationwide from remote locations because those voting machines actually are able to be accessed via the Internet. And if you have the ability, you can hack those machines and change the votes. And just that knowledge in and of itself, by the way, which was revealed before the election, it was revealed 
through the mainstream media that this could happen. This was revealed before the election. Of course, now they say it's impossible, but um, it was revealed that that is in fact the case. If that's the case, then it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if Biden won or didn't win. Um, whoever gets elected is the one that the elites want. So I don't believe in voting anymore. Um, I'm really happy to be in Florida, not so much because I like Florida or it's surfing, which I'm slowly warming to and in learning to understand and enjoy, but that the that the governor is actively working against mandates and actively working for freedom of choice. And his surgeon general is one of the guys at... Uh, um, I forget the organization, um, Frontline Doctors, who is uh, working to change legislation so that doctors can um, legally prescribe ivermectin and, um, you know, give people options. Uh, and, uh, you know, that is very encouraging to see that at that level and that, It'll be interesting to see what happens with him because he is on track to become a Republican nominee. But the fact of the matter is, is that if he's if he's not, you know, in line with the elite agenda, you know, you know, there was John F. Kennedy and Robert Kennedy, for example. Those guys were not part of the agenda. And look what happened to them. Trump is part of the agenda. He was the guy who brought the vaccines. And he is triple vaxxed. And so he may talk about being this big maverick, but the truth is, is that he is in the pocket of big oil, big pharma and uh, big media, even though he, you know, he he's playing out this role of, you know, being this, you know, whatever. Anyway, that's all I have for today. I'm starting to repeat myself, but you get it. Go uh, investigate all that stuff. And um, if you like the podcast, please let me know. Because obviously, if I don't get any followers, I'm going to give up on this. But uh, I'll keep doing this as long as I think it's going to do anything either for, for me, for the channel, or for other people. All right, so that's my rantings for today. I wish you guys all the best, and I will see you all next time around. Give me a second here to find my, my little... Uh, outro here. All right, I'll see you next time. Take back your soul. This is another transmission from Mahadeva here at ThunderWizard.com headquarters, where you find the world's only unified spiritual energy system at ThunderWizard.com. Get ready, because here I come.